What is up, everybody? This is Erwin Monroy with the Daily Laker podcast. Today, I have Sal Roses join me, and we are talking about the recent games that the Lakers have had. We talk about Wesley Matthews stepping up in uh, one of the recent games, going six for six from the three-point line. Talk about the wins over the San Antonio Spurs. Talk about LeBron and his birthday, reaching 36 years old. His records that he keeps breaking in the NBA. And we talk about some injuries with uh, Ja Morant as as, uh, the Lakers will face the Memphis Grizzlies for the next two games. And also KCP and his injury. So stick around and... uh, we hope you enjoy this conversation. Happy New Year. Sir. Yo, what up, Sal? My, my bad, brother. I was having a little difficulty setting up today. No worries. We're here. We're here. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Yes, sir. For First uh, podcast uh, with us for the Daily Laker for the year. So I'm excited. Yeah, man. Um it's been a, you know, it's been a, an eventful, uh, you know, last year was eventful. This year, we're walking in there kind of like trying to make sure we we don't tip off too many bells, <laughs> trying to slide right in. Yeah. Uh, you know, trying to have a good year. Definitely. And the Lakers are off to a good start as well. So good news there. Mm-hmm. They've won their last two games against the Spurs. So, um, you know, that's uh, obviously a positive thing. They're four and two for the season. All good signs. Yeah, the, the, the Spurs, I'm just kind of looking at their, at their roster right now. Um, and, you know, they don't have too much talent. They seem to just play hard. They're still in typical uh, Greg Popovich um kind of system so they you they're always going to be a tough a tough um a tough game i think both games the spurs you know they they did well they just can't match up yeah they've got a lot they're standing at two and three i i believe so uh but they've got a lot of younger players so they are still trying to i think rebuild their team and uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, which is one of their best players, he's missed the last few games with a knee injury. So, um, so, so yeah, so they're, you know, I feel like they're not the, they're not the best team right now, but they did, you know, put up a fight, especially the last game. Um, the Lakers had to make a comeback in the fourth quarter to right. win that game. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but I think it, it showed again why the Lakers are the defending champions and why they have another chance to win it again this year. Yeah. Um, um, and Pop, man, <laughs> in typical Pop, you know, it's good to see him still. Uh, you, It's good to see him still kind of passionate, you know. So um, I'm... I'm always asking every year, like, how much longer does Pop want to do this, you know? And it just feels like he doesn't care, you know? He just, this is what he lives for, you know? So it's crazy to be at that age, to have so much success, and then to have, like, to be in a uh, in 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 a period where 
you're not winning as much as you'd like to be as as much as you're accustomed to, but to still be passionate and trying to uh, build something, you know, so, so I, I'm definitely rooting for pop. Um, yeah. You know, and, and the Spurs, not against the Lakers, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with, with pop, he is in his early seventies. And I think what keeps him young is the, young players that he has on his team right he doesn't have tim duncan around anymore uh, which was kind of like that um tom brady and bill belichick scenario we had for a long time there right but tim duncan is out and another thing that was interesting was that tim duncan actually coached the team last season for a game right uh and then again this um this i think two games ago where pop got ejected so then the the female coach came in and coached the team so i thought that was interesting i, I forgot her name i think last name is hamill yeah um, it's it's important let's look that up right now because I, I i don't i don't even, I, I saw she stepped up and just every time a female coach coached an nba team man that's that's interesting you know becky um, becky hammond becky hammond correct yeah, so she's been a, an assistant coach for a while, and Pop has been teaching her the ropes. And uh, I, I, I do think that's important, definitely, to have that um, integration of you know a female coach in there. And uh, you know, it, it made me think about Kobe's words about his his daughter being one of the first. Uh, females to step into the NBA league rather than being at the WNBA level, right? Which it was one of their goals, right? That they were working towards, uh, which I thought was interesting. And we're seeing some of that here with the, a female coach, right? Um, so, so that's pretty cool. But I, but I think what keeps Pop young is, is that, right? Like like still being able to teach, uh, like Becky Hammond, how to coach mm-hmm. and then teach the younger players. Uh, a system that they can rely on and and have a strong foundation on so they can at least have a chance to win games right Um, they don't have a a superstar like they used to with Tim Duncan or Kawhi uh, but I think they they're still a team you know that doesn't go down easy and they have a lot a lot of young talent that uh, could one day potentially become superstars like Murray he's uh, he's one that you know he's stepping up to the plate and he's doing really good Um, Walker is another one but yeah, they, they, I think they got a good combination of, of, of vets also, you know, they got DeMar DeRozan, um, they got, uh, Rudy Gay, you know, two guys who have yeah. battled and, and who are solid in their, in their, in their roles, you know? So I think the Spurs again, in typical Spurs, Patty Mills, you know, still yeah. showing up for them. He's kind of like, they've seen him grow from you know, from his early days to, you know, he's, I'm sure he's adored in San Antonio. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I definitely, I don't, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs to be honest, just based on how stacked the West is. Right. Um, they, they're, they're going to be there jumping for that eight spot though. So it's going to, it's going to be interesting. Is it too early to be looking at standings? No, I think it's important to keep track <laughs> because things stand out when you look at standings, right? For example, the Phoenix Suns, they're five and one. They're the best team in, in the first West right place, now, yeah. right? Remember we talked about this a few weeks yeah. ago. Uh, I, I honestly felt like they were a good team, that they were a little bit underrated. I think just adding adding Chris Paul is huge uh, to the leadership uh, that they needed. And we've seen him already win some games for them in the last minute, you know, so uh, they're a great team. 
we'll see how it ends up in the end. But for now, I do think that they're they they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, but, uh, uh, that is a you know a surprising kind of to see them at the, at the at the top of the standings right now. Um, you know, I feel like it will level out, but they they have looked good. So that's yeah. good for them. Yeah, man. So the Nuggets, the, the Nuggets surprisingly aren't doing losing. too well. <laughs> yeah, but uh Jokic, he's been tearing it up in the stats. Yeah. He's been lighting it up almost triple doubles almost every night. So he's not I feel like he's trying his best, you know. I I, I'm not sure exactly what it is, uh, but they 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 fought some some good games. They went to overtime already, so they're 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 getting good teams. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, and uh, we'll see how it ends up for them. But we know that they're stacked as, as well. Yeah, it'll 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 level out. Yeah, but but let's get into the Lakers, bro. So uh, a couple of notes that I have here, I wanted to point out just that we can see just how stacked the Lakers are as well, right? I think one thing that I've noticed in the last few games is that every night we, the Lakers kind of depend on LeBron and AD to be, you know, the leaders and to um, go in there and score and rebound and assist and do all that. Uh, and, right. and that makes sense. They're the, they're the superstars, right? But I think that also every night the Lakers have the depth to expect some, um, some spikes from other players. And we saw Wesley Matthews finally come alive, go six for six, three pointers, 18 points. Um, and, and I think that's important, right? In order for the Lakers to win more than lose, they're going to need those players to step up. You know, Dennis Schroeder had a really good game. Um, so, so I, I think that that's important um, because that's what sets them apart, that they have the superstars and they have the backup to come in and help them out whenever they're not doing well, because we can't expect them to do everything for 72 games in the season. And then on top of that, in the playoffs. Uh, one, I'm so happy for, 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 for Matthews, right. I'm happy for him to kind of carve out that hey, there, even, even though the minutes are limited, there is a role for him, mm-hmm. you know, so that, um, and it just makes us that much more dangerous. You know, the first night you got Kuzma going off next night, you know, okay, maybe you shut Kuzma down, but you got Wesley Matthews to worry about. Uh, sharp shooting threes. Our three pointer, our three point uh, shooting has been, you know, what's been winning us the games, which is interesting. You know, because the Lakers are typically never, you know, in the top percentage of three point shooting teams. But I yeah. think we we got enough uh, uh, around LeBron and and AD, and they themselves can shoot threes. You know, so. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of three-point shooting on this team. You know, even Marcus Stock can knock him down. Yeah. So, man, we're 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 too dangerous, too dangerous. You know, so so I'm yeah. happy for Wesley Matthews because he 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 showed that hey, he's gonna he's gonna battle for minutes too. That'll keep Kuzma in his toes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look like they're feeding off each other. It looks like there's no ego. Like, yeah, they're kind of like taking their turns. Hey, you you go shine tonight. You know. Yeah. So the, the team chemistry looks really good too. So, man. Yeah. And that starts from the top. I feel like AD and LeBron really uh, reward them, right? Like they, they, they know they can get their shots whenever they want, but they also want to spread the ball whenever they're double team, whenever they, they see somebody open, they spread the ball. Right. And, and I think that's important because they, they reward them for running, for making an effort to get open and the hustle plays, right. They're important. And when, when, when from the top down, when you're having that, 
that kind of mindset of like, hey, we're, we're going to win no matter who's scoring, no matter who's passing or rebounding, we're going to win this game, right? We just got to work as a team. So I, I feel like I, I'm i continuing to see that, you know, that, that was something that was present last season and they pushed that to this season, even with all the new players. Um, with Harold, I feel like he's, he's kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, I think at the beginning of the season, we saw, you know, him, his energy level just kind of step up and uh, he was everywhere. But I think more recently, a couple of things that I've seen is that um, he, his energy seems a little bit off. Like I, I saw him getting beat on pick and rolls a lot. Uh, like, for example, the Portland game that the Lakers lost, right, mm -hmm. uh, three games ago. On that game, Harold got a lot of playing time, a lot of playing minutes, especially in the fourth quarter. He was there most of the fourth quarter until Cal Kuzma came in and replaced him towards the end. But in that fourth quarter, they were picking on him on the pick and roll with CJ and with uh, Damian Lillard. Like they were just picking on him and he wasn't able to contain the pick and roll or step up to protect the threes or roll back to, to his man. So uh, so that was just something that I noticed. And I, and I feel like that's something that uh, obviously he needs to just be more aware of and and you know work on that but um i think he still has great energy off the bench that when he comes in he he's like ready to go he's you know going for those offensive rebounds on those dunks so uh you know i just that was just something that i noticed uh, that game specifically yeah i think you know i mean six games in I, he's still carving out his role um although it's pretty clear what it's going to be energy off the bench mm -hmm. um and some days it's going to work some days it's going to not you know, and then I think in that game specifically, the Trailblazers were hungry. We know CJ McCullum. We know what Dame Dollar could do, you know. So we're yeah, we're just, you know, we, we took a punch in the face and 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 it's okay. And I, I wanted to kind of highlight those two losses, right? That that we've got so far, because uh the both the Trailblazers and the Clippers are teams that you know we may see in the playoffs, right? And and yeah. both teams are hungry. They don't like us because you know one you know one, one it's the Clippers the other one the Trailblazers we we just eliminated them so they have chip on their shoulder when they're coming against us mm -hmm. um, so they played extra hard that night the Lakers looked a little bit flat I don't know if you if you if you if you agree especially defensively you know yeah. you noted uh, uh, Trez um, uh, that the energy was was definitely low. Um, in that game, the one thing that I also stood stood out to me is when whenever there were defensive breakdowns, it almost looked like they were kind of trying to look, see who was to blame mm -hmm. instead of kind of being. I don't know if you saw a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and just kind of from the outside, right? From the outside, because on on the inside on the team, you should be able to call each other out to hold each other accountable. You know, um, but on the outside, uh, it looks kind of hey man are they are, they, are those guys fighting internally and you don't like to see that, that on a team but mm -hmm. it's also healthy to make sure uh um people are holding each other accountable so that's what i kind of saw I, I didn't want to panic too much i just wanted to highlight highlight that there there are probably struggles going on in there as they hold each other accountable yeah and and like the last thing that i would point out about that game was that gary train jr came alive he had a spike he had 28 points that game I, I don't know if he had like nine three-pointers or something. So that's something, you you know, uh, that you just can't 
uh, prepare for something like that, right? And uh, that I feel like that helped them win the game. And that's where I think a lot of pointing fingers came into play because they didn't really know how to stop that, right? Uh, all of the, uh, the or not all of them, but like uh, Gary Trent Jr., Damien, and uh, CJ, they were all just they were all on. <laughs> yeah, they were all on. And, you, and, and at that point, like as, as a defender, you're just like, what am I supposed to do? Help me. You're which, like, you're pointing. W- and stuff. Which is scary because we know those those two could, could get hot. But now if, yeah. if you add uh, Gary Trent, if he could get hot too on any given night, it's, it's scary. So we'll, we'll, we'll be looking out for that, how much he's able to do that, uh, how much yeah. he's able to contribute. So, but definitely. Um, the one thing I did like, though, is how the Lakers bounce back after, after those losses, you know, it's yeah. like you come back and you smack the next team, you know? So, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm liking that so far. Um, and I think, yeah, we're in a good place. Yeah. And what I think about that too, is what the model that they had last season that they were bringing to the season as well, which is we don't lose two games in a row. Right. Exactly. And so, and, and that mindset is awesome, right? Because when you get one loss, like everybody's just in that same mode. Like, hey, we, we we can't lose two games. We can't let that happen. Let's all fight together, right? Let's put our effort together, energy together. Let's let's make this happen. Let's get a W next game. So yeah, I mean that's like that. That's the biggest mantra that you could have, you know, because that that absolutely ensures that you're gonna be on a winning squad, you know, on a on a on a winning mentality and a winning culture, you know. So so yeah. I, I love I love that mantra, and it, and it's a good model just also in life in general, right? Like, Absolutely. hey, we, we have losses all the time. Let's make sure we don't make the same loss twice, right? Right to back losses. That's what we don't want. We want to learn from the mistakes and and yeah. move forward. Yeah. So the Lakers are like in a way also teaching us life lessons. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. That's why I love basketball, man. Because to me, it's a roller coaster ride, just like life, right? You and the the last component of it where uh, you know, in a basketball game, it's so easy to lose. It's hard to win, right? Uh, and and life is is the same. You can easily put yourself at risk, especially with the coronavirus right now, right? We could have, you know, been at parties uh, New Year's Eve and gotten COVID, and then you know, either alone we get sick or we spread that to our family members. So there's it's it's yes, because <laughs> they're teaching us. Uh, yeah, they're 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 entertaining us, and we're we're learning from them as we go, also. Basketball. Um, yeah. Hey, um, I wanted to get into the schedule a little bit because yeah. it, it, I'm looking at the schedule. It seems like we're playing kind of teams back to back. That's probably, you know, how they're working it in order to avoid kind of um, to avoid interaction with since they're playing with the same teams in case there's an outbreak. It looks like, you know, they're playing the Spurs back to back. Next, we got the Grizzlies back to back. Yeah. We got the Rockets back to back. It's less traveling, um, from what I understand, correct. that they want to be in, on the road or they want to be flying from, uh, you know, away place to away place uh, the least amount as possible so that they're, you know, together, you know, with the same teams more often. What do you think about that model kind of going forward? I can imagine the teams are loving it, you know, because... Yeah, they, less they travel. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think so... Uh, I heard a little bit about this um, in uh, the radio station. I think it was like 710 or 570 uh, mm-hmm. AM radio, ESPN LA. What they were saying is just that uh, 
so two things, I guess one is just like that kind of like playoff component where like you play the same team, right? A couple of games. And so you learn about that team. And so the first game is just kind of like figuring out each other. The second game is going to be a really good game because both teams know what's going on. But then also mm-hmm. uh, you have games like um, the Clippers lost by like 50 something points against the uh, Mavs, right? And I, Wow. <laughs> that was crazy so and i forgot exactly why they mentioned that but um i'm not sure if it was uh just because again the traveling thing or playing the same team uh you know near each other uh but but it it was interesting i I don't i think right now because of covid obviously it's important but i think in general once this is done i like i like the old schedule where, where you you play different teams every night okay okay yeah i kind of like this one this this um well if i were a player i would love this you know i think I, yeah. for the fans it probably is better the other way around you know yeah i agree for sure makes sense um yeah uh well, let's talk about that clippers loss <laughs> well i didn't know too much about it besides Kawhi not playing and they really missed him <laughs> 50 points is, 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 is too much, man. I I'm, I'm hoping, uh, because aside from that, the Clippers are having a good season, you know, so yeah. far they've had a good start aside from that, but you can't lose by 50, man. That, that is like, you just threw in the towel <laughs> in, in the beginning of the game and you didn't even try, you know, so that yeah. it's kind of scary that, that that's even possible on a team. Uh, but hopefully they could turn it back around and, and, and not have those types of lapses which I yeah. think they'll be fine, but yeah, they made a bounce, you know, right after the next game, but that was embarrassing to, to, you know, to watch that. <laughs> like in the second quarter, they were already up by like 50 points or something. Uh, and they were getting clowned by a lot of uh, NBA players. Oh man. And, and the media ripped them too. Oh yeah. Right, and, but Paul, Paul George took it. I will, I'll say that he, he, he took responsibility for, for all of that. So, um, I'll, I, I respect that, that part, you know, it's, it's, it's his season to prove now though, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to touch a little bit on LeBron. He turned 36. Uh, he's getting out there in age, but in that same game, he also reached, uh, a, a um a record which was 10 plus points in a thousand consecutive games which i thought was uh interesting uh i mean to to have a streak that's that long it's anything that's a thousand right yeah you, you see like people who do podcasts mm-hmm. you know reach a thousand episode you know you know if you show up to work a thousand days <laughs> in a row without <laughs> without calling in sick anything that reaches a thousand yeah it's an accomplishment man and yeah you don't think about that as like scoring in double digits as a huge accomplishment for lebron you know it's like oh really it's like you already know he's gonna score at least 10 points you know right so you don't think about it but when you do think about it it, it's it's pretty big deal yeah especially because he you know, I, I, I understand that he scores a lot of points, but I, I don't, when I, when I see him play, I don't see him as a scoring first yeah. type of player. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's, he, he's a, a well-rounded player that can score, that can create his own shots, can make threes and all that. But I see him as a point guard, as a playmaker. He, that's his first 
role. That's his mentality where like he wants to involve other players first. He's looking for that pass first. And at 36 years old, <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was just his birthday. You know, we want to wish that man a happy birthday and, uh, you know, a lot of health. Yes, it's it's inspiring for sure. I think that the younger generation that is paying attention to LeBron, um, I think I think they need to just continue to be aware of how he treats his body, right? Because that's important. Uh, even if you don't make it to the NBA, I think in general as a person, you need to be aware that it takes uh, it takes a lot of commitment, consistency, time, money to to be healthy. And, uh, you know, LeBron is a really good example of that, right? At 36, he's still playing at such a high level. And it's because of everything that he does outside of the basketball uh, court, right? It's uh, sleeping right and eating right and, and the strength and conditioning and all of that. So uh, I think that's inspiring for sure. Absolutely. Although I'll say that I'm always on edge a little bit when it's either him or Anthony Davis. LeBron, just because of his age, you know, he's, he's, he's up there. So any little thing, we saw it happen to Kobe. We thought he was indestructible. Yeah. And, you know, he just pushed uh, he pushed himself that one night a little too much at that last stretch where, where D'Antoni couldn't take him out, you know. So um, I think LeBron learned from that, though, to yeah. not kind of to, to respect his body, you know, because yeah. in, in a way you got to you got to respect your body, you know. So I think LeBron won't make that same mistake uh and then anthony davis you know we just gotta make sure he's he he kind of following that model that lebron which i'm sure he is you know i'm sure he's he's learning from lebron Mm -hmm. uh how how to treat their bodies but uh those two guys and injuries were always kind of on edge oh yeah oh yeah definitely if one of them is out it's a it's a problem for sure because they they are still you know, a big part of the Lakers offense. They 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 put up so much stats, right? So without them, the the backup, you know, uh the, the bench has to step up and provide a lot of support and a lot of stats to to match what they produce. Okay. But yeah, so next uh, next game tomorrow against the Memphis Grizzlies. I think the Lakers have a good chance of winning this game because jaw is out he he's still injured with the uh, ankle sprain he's going to be out for another four to five weeks i want to watch him play man i, I haven't watched like i haven't sat and watched the game where he's in it but mm-hmm. i always see highlights of him so i want to see him kind of in the flow of things but so he won't he won't be available tomorrow he's a beast and he was doing really good uh, this season already in the first two games he was doing really good so I got him on my uh, fantasy league team, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I've made a good choice uh, drafting him. Except, you know, he got hurt, and and he got hurt in an interesting way, man. And it reminds me of an injury that I had uh, at a at a similar age to I was either twenty one or twenty two, you know. And he's young; he's twenty one. But uh-huh. I remember being at the park playing ball with this uh, two young kids that. Uh, they had their coach there and uh, we were in the same team, but they're, they're younger. Like one of them must've been like 14, another one, like maybe 12, they were brothers, but we were playing against older guys. 
um, and it was like a three on three. But the point being was that I, I at that time, you know, I was super athletic. I was working at a gym, so I just felt good. It was at the time when I was learning about strength and conditioning and eating just a lot of food, just bulking and putting muscle. And I still had my speed. That that for me, I've always had the speed, so I so I, I've never lost that. But I was I was just super athletic and. I remember just going up really high for a rebound with one arm and like coming down with two arms. But but I went, I jumped so high, I came down on, on my left leg first and I landed on the opposing guy's foot. Foot. And so my foot just went straight up to the to the ankle. side, left, you know, ankle lateral sprain. So same injury that Jaw had. So it just, it just, it was just a memory for me when I saw Jaw go down like that. Uh, like, fuck, that's that happened. That exact thing happened to me. Yeah, yeah, that's uh the the common basketball yeah a foul you know you hate to see that happen to people, but five to six weeks is what he's he's uh, uh yeah. scheduled for that huh yeah grade two ankle sprain so he partially tore some of you know the ligaments probably that the ATFL the um, CFL so uh, right now he's gonna be in a boot he'll get you know just work done to get the um, the swelling down. Uh, get rid of some of the pain with like electrical stimulation, some modalities. And then little by little, he'll start doing some range of motion stuff, like doing ABCs, doing like ankle pumps, things like that. Then once he, once the pain and the swelling goes down, then he'll move into some of the strength, uh, which would be just like um, four-way ankle movements with like a band, like a TheraBand, uh, doing uh, just calf raises, uh, doing things like that, just to strengthen the muscles around the 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 foot and and like the calf and the shin uh so he'll do a lot of balance stuff and then once once he gets stronger with those like isometric strength exercises and and like simple eccentric concentric movements then he'll move more into you know just like the the lunges and and things like that a little bit more advanced and then he'll start getting into more okay uh you know like agility and then the last thing will be sports specific right when he'll he'll start being on the court with like limited contact limited minutes and then eventually they'll push him all the way back to being uh at the full game mode right so it's, it's a long road man it's a long road so right now he's probably already doing range of motion and starting some isometric strength exercises hey i think that's a really important kind of little go with the nugget for people listening that you're able to kind of provide uh, the, the, the game plan for, for getting somebody who's been injured back into the game, you know, so that's a really interesting take, um, uh, on, on any injury. Right. Yeah. So, um, whenever anything happens with the Lakers, we'll definitely be waiting for your, <laughs> your kind of analysis on, uh, on, on what they're going to be going through, um, and what kind of progress to, to be tracking. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. Definitely. And we have that actually with KCP because he sprained his ankle in the third quarter last game mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't come back. It didn't look as bad as um, jaw uh, and, and x-rays came back negative, which means there's no fractures. So again, another sprained ankle, you know, just partially torn ligaments. He'll probably be back a lot. I'm sure he'll be back a lot quicker, uh, but he, he should be back in the next, I don't know, at most, I would say like two weeks at most. Cause it didn't look so bad. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so the Lakers do have him to be aware of. And then Alex Caruso, you know, he hasn't been playing uh, the last few games, but with him, it's, it's the NBA's health and safety protocol. 
So I, I think he either was around somebody that had COVID or close something. contact. Yeah, yeah he exactly. Probably, he was probably a close contact. Um, yeah. So he's got to isolate. But he's he's also been testing negative. So uh, the, the Lakers are expecting him to be back in the next few games. Probably they're going to wait for this road trip to finish. And then they'll be back at home against the Spurs January 7th. That's probably when Alex Caruso will be back. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got the Bulls after that, and then we got the Rockets. I'm excited for the Rockets on uh on the 10th and, and, and the 12th. Yeah. What do you yeah. what do you think about how they look so far? You know what? I I I'm actually a little bit surprised. Um, I think John Wall's fitting in really well. He I forgot how fast he is, man. I, I like players that are fast, and and he he's one of the fastest players in the league. Just seeing him have that like change of direction where like he's facing left i don't know where you know dribbles to the right and then he he blows by any defender man and it's just so crazy seeing his his quickness and agility and acceleration yeah, and, and, all that. and he's yeah and he's like running downhill every single time he's just like yes. running more powerful than 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 anybody you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's fun to watch you know i i think we'll we'll get to see that a lot more now that he's on the Western Conference, you know, yeah. I think in the in the on the, in the Eastern Conference, we don't get to see as many of those games sometimes just because, yeah, you know, the West is so stacked. But it's going to be fun to watch him play a lot more also. Yeah, because in an 82-game season, usually the, for example, the Lakers would play the Eastern teams, I believe, two games a season, one game at home, one game away. But against the Western Conference teams, the Lakers yeah, will play, play four. four games, two at home and two away. So this this season being a little bit different with 72 games, I'm not exactly sure how it is. But for example, with the Spurs, the Lakers are playing three games this season. So they only this this coming Thursday is going to be their last one against the Spurs. Uh, with the Mavericks, I believe uh, the, the game that the Lakers played against them was the only one this season. Uh, so So I think it's all over the place this season. Yeah, so well, we'll be looking out for 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 the Rockets and the Pelicans. What do you think about them so far? They've been playing well too. You know, I I, I think I think they're they're a good team. They're stacked, but they're young. You know, mm-hmm. they have they have a really good team, but they're young. I, I feel like they're missing that Chris Paul leadership component. Like if Chris mm-hmm. Paul was there, I feel like they'll be in another league, another level, just like the Suns are right now. But without mm-hmm. a, a you know a veteran, I feel like they're still going to struggle this season. But it's fun to watch them play. Yeah, they got Stephen Adams as their leader. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, he's been doing good for them too. He you know, but he's older, so he has. He Lonzo has can't throw well. those crazy lobs to him. You know, he's yeah. not Zion. <laughs> and, yeah, and he never really jumped like that. He wasn't yeah. a jumper. He's just exactly you know big body. Yeah, yeah, he's always uh, just uh, talked about. Uh, in regard to his strength, right? Steven Adams is just strong. All right. So through the rest of January, what kind of what what are what are the the, the highlight highlight games that you're looking for? So definitely the Rockets. You know, uh, the Grizzlies would have been fun with Job, but since he's not there, I don't think it's going to be as exciting. Uh, Rockets should be exciting. Uh, you know, Thunder with SGA, you know, I like his play as well. He reminds me a lot of Jaw, uh, just not as explosive or as aggressive as Jaw, but he's still a really good player. 
Pelicans should be fun watching Zion. Um, Warriors, Bucks. I mean, those are all going to be fun. You know, getting to watch Steph again and, and Giannis coming to town uh, and see the last few games. Sixers, that should be interesting, right? With uh, Simmons and Bede. Uh, and then with the Pistons, Pistons, uh, they haven't really, uh, I, I don't even know. Yeah, what's yeah. going on with the Pistons? <laughs> yeah, they still have Blake Griffin, right? And Derek Rose but I don't think they're as exciting to watch. The Celtics game, January 30th, that would be fun for sure. Yeah. But yeah, there's a uh, lot of good games. There's a lot of good games. I'm looking at that Pelicans game, uh, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing Lonzo against the Lakers, you know, with with yes. hopefully everybody's healthy. Yeah. And uh, Brandon Ingram doesn't get ejected. <laughs> Dude, it was fun to think about that. I, 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 I get it because he hit him in the head pretty hard. But if you look at it, like, he was looking at the ball as he swiped. Like he, if he would have been looking at his head while he swiped, then I would have been like, that's intentional. But he was looking at the ball. He touched the ball, like he hit the ball with his fingers. So I, I felt like he was he he there was no bad intent on that. That was soft. That's my soft. take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh and it was funny, uh, you know, like he got ejected. But as he was leaving, he came back and still spent like another two minutes saying bye to everybody, and then he left. <laughs> yeah he's a good kid man he's yeah he's young man he but but i like his play he's definitely one of my favorite players to to watch and he puts up the stats as well yeah man and then uh we got the cavaliers lebron against the Cavs. <laughs> yeah that should be a piece of cake because <laughs> <laughs> i think kevin love is uh injured as well and he's i think he's their best player even though you know he's He's a veteran as well. All right, man. We covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, I think anything uh, else you want to bring up, highlight within the roster? Or no, I, I'm I'm good for today. I think um, one thing that I wanted to, I guess, just mention is if you want to bring up like a like a Kobe story, a Kobe highlight for the, for the next episode. And we can start doing that as like a segment, you know what I mean? Like, let's mm-hmm. remember Kobe in a way, let's remember a, a, a time that he made a, um, you know, a winning shot or, or uh, an interv- interview that he had, you know, talking about tech with uh, Marquise Brownlee or something like that. You know what I mean? Kobe story, Kobe story, a Kobe segment. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a, uh, for next, for next, Next uh, next Thursday, we'll have a uh, a Kobe story. Definitely, because you know his his one year, you know anniversary of death, you know is coming up. So so I think uh, I think I, it, from my point of view, um, you know I I've always been a Kobe Bryant fan, and I don't want to forget, you know what he meant to to me and what he meant to the city of LA and and the world in general, you know, and, and I think uh, this could be one way to still continue his legacy, just talking about, you know, his history and the things that he love it. Provided. So yeah, no, love it. Absolutely love it. Cool. Awesome, bro. So yeah, that's it. Pretty much. Uh, you covered a lot. Uh, again, Lakers tomorrow night. So we'll, we'll see how they end up. Uh, but uh, other than that, thanks again for your time, bro. Appreciate it. No, thank you, brother. Hey, happy new year to everybody that's listening. Uh, you know, we're having fun doing this daily Laker uh, uh, podcast, breaking down uh, at, at a deeper level what we see. 
um you know just trying to make sure we, we we get that chip at the end of the year also yes sir yeah yeah definitely happy new year everybody stay safe out there and watch some lakers games stay at home <laughs> <laughs> all right brother peace all right. yes sir take care all right that is it for this episode i hope you enjoyed the conversation it's time to ball out the song throughout this episode was created by the sueño team and willie west The Daily Laker is brought to you by brownlabmedia.com.